tries to explain fictional worlds using science. I'm Simon. And I'm Jeff. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Yeah, I recently was able to reattach. I now I'm so much louder. <laughs> my God. I haven't even started. It's just like in my brain, it just sets it off. It's like, okay, now it's time to start shouting, Simon. <laughs> and I can't stop. <laughs> this is my volume. <laughs> Oh, good. Am I too loud? What? No, they're used to it. Good. Yeah, we already we, we did get some feedback the other day. Did we? Oh uh, yeah, was I there for it? Yeah, Phil, was it yesterday? Oh uh, yeah, it was when we were playing Catan, and Phil was like, "I listened to one episode of your podcast, and Simon, you were shouting the whole time." Uh, yeah. <laughs> and then we were like, "Oh yeah, that was the Full Metal Alchemist episode." That was a that was a rough a rough night for Simon. Not like the Cryptid mm-hmm. episode, which was a very rough night for Jeff. <laughs> Oh yeah, that was it, the night was fine. The next day at work was real rough. Oh yeah, that's back when we like we recorded on like Mondays or something like that. That was a bad idea. Yeah, yeah, it was the middle of a work week, and I had <laughs> a lot of sake and then a lot of absinthe. Yeah, and and you know what? Here's a lesson for all you all you youngster podcasters out there who haven't made it big time like the. Like the J Man and Skinny, those are our rap names. Close. By the way. Yeah, I'm just using the wrong letter for my name. <laughs> well, maybe you're Skinny. I don't know. It's part of the obfuscation. <laughs> I feel like the J Man could man be either can't of us. Keep track me. <laughs> I don't know. I actually feel like the J Man and Skinny would be like a good name for me and just me, and you would have your own. And name. just you. <laughs> <laughs> I forgot where I was going with this anecdote. Oh, uh, oh, don't, like, if you're going to drink while podcasting, and this is something that actually took us a few episodes to learn, Uh huh. don't don't drink that much and don't drink beforehand. That's really, you got to... Just drink constantly through the whole yeah, thing. during. Hydrate. You got to hydrate. <laughs> <laughs> and if it just so happens that the only thing you have to hydrate is with beer or sake or whiskey or absinthe, you know, maybe plan I mean, better. You got to do what you got to do. Yeah. You don't you don't want those beautiful vocal cords to get all all torn up and all raspy. So hydrate everybody. Yep. Make sure you get all those good wet mouth noises the entire time you podcast. <sighs> we actually don't get that many good wet mouth noises. Yeah, I think we're usually pretty good about it. There there is a I am especially proud of you for leaning into the bit when I asked if you had an intro and you said no. <laughs> and then we'll just vamp for five minutes. <laughs> Well, I mean, like, we haven't introduced this episode yet. We haven't. Sorry, guys. And we'll try and cut down on the chit chat. Get straight to the point. I do not believe you. Uh, maybe not. So this episode, <laughs> you know, Jeff, I've been thinking. Yep. I have anxiety. Yep. As you know, and everyone in my family has anxiety. As you know, <laughs> it's very clear if you've <laughs> met any of us. Um, yeah uh-huh and so the thing that we have all like gravitated to pretty heavily has been especially in these tumultuous times has been animal crossing and it, yeah i hear that's a decent solution it's such a good because it feels like you're in control of your life again as long as you get the feeling of control that's yeah. the important part. that's it's it's like nothing gives you more illusion of control than animal crossing i was talking to my sister today apparently she has two million bells just sitting in her bank account and she's still like you know what I don't think I can afford this. I think I think I have to I have to save up more. And like that's the great thing about Animal Crossing is that I I have that same fear. I have to accumulate wealth so that I know I always have 12 months to live on. Right. But Just it, in case you 
have to buy more house or something. Exactly. I don't know. In Animal Crossing, it's Tom a- Nook's a uh, a crook. Clearly, it's a fictional world where it's very easy to make money and save money because there's really no bills <laughs> unless you want to buy. <laughs> So you could save and spend money as freely as you want, and it's so liberating to just not have that anxiety in your head all the time. <laughs> because instead of spending any of that money, you're hoarding it like a dragon. Exactly. That's what I right. do. Like, I that's, feel like I, there's a disconnect there's, somewhere. There, it, there isn't. There isn't. You're just wrong, is what it is. It's, it's <laughs> I incredibly, guess. I can't really refute it. It's incredibly re- like refreshing and freeing to be able to control every aspect of your life. Except for maybe when it rains. Or at least maybe not control it, but like you can expect consistent things to happen. Like I know in June certain things are gonna happen. I just enjoy it. It's like a it's I I I never understood how freeing it was to play Animal Crossing until like I was this anxious all the time and now I'm like it's what I do to de unwind. To dewind. <laughs> I don't know if that's the correct word. Well, I again, I think you're wrong. I think dewind is the correct word. Actually, isn't dewind right. a word? Is it unwind? It is definitely unwind. But I feel like... Okay, I, we don't need to get into this. Anyway, it's Animal Crossing this episode. Sorry, guys. <laughs> <laughs> what I said about not drinking before an episode, I lied about. I do it every time. I just gotta stay committed you know you, just, you have a system it works it hasn't I, failed you yet i i am i create creative masterpieces every other week <laughs> and i'm here to help so jeff simon i know everybody's like oh you're gonna do animal crossing what are you gonna contact like you're gonna like like how does that work simon you're so stupid uh simon this is a bad idea simon i don't my know name if that's is everybody jeff. or if that was just me <laughs> Yeah, so, so Jeff didn't believe me that this was a good idea. But I, we're going to start off. And I think the first thing to start off is this game actually makes scientific claims. Which I think is okay. refreshing. Well, as opposed to us just groping blindly, looking for weird things that happen. Okay, it's not groping blindly. It's Yeah, I think it's just it's, looking at pictures just, of Grimace. It's just looking at pictures of Grimace, yeah. <laughs> it's going on a fan wiki and being like, hmm... What weird things can we find from this piece of trivia thing? Right, right. This, this this creative endeavor. What what way can we make fun of the people who that who decided to make this? And I want to apologize if we've insulted anyone with any of our remarks. But I'm going to start off with in this game, for the most part, yeah. They do make claims about evolution. Okay. Okay. That's. I don't know if fine. I don't know if you've uh, seen hard it. hard sci hard sci-fi was. Uh, Real easy. I'm sure we can debunk <laughs> or figure out how their evolution works. Jeff, the debunk is now debunk is the wrong word for this podcast. We it is the wrong word, but I have been listening to a lot of Oh No Ross and Carrie lately. <laughs> yeah, we don't we don't rebunk. We uh, actually no, that might be a better word for it. no no rebunk would be like uh, I don't know would it be rebunk? I don't know. I think explore. Would Ex- we like side bunk? Yeah, explore is really what I I like to think that we do. We, we, we... Yeah, yeah, I'll agree with we that. We move in the space. We play with the game, okay? Right. So their evolution, they have very clear paths. Uh-huh. That start from, like, the... Or, like, like because they have a museum, okay? Uh, let me back up. Animal Crossing, for anyone who doesn't know, is a game... Like me. Like Jeff. <laughs> is a game. It's actually had a few iterations. Its first iteration was for the N64 back in the 90s. 
originally mm-hmm. released in Japan. And it was it's a game where you are a human villager who for for some happenstance, either you know, maybe you lose your job, maybe you just end up deciding to move, maybe you uh I don't actually know what the impetus for the, the GameCube one was. It was something weird. I don't know. But like for some happenstance you move to a new town. Mm-hmm. And when you move to this new town, you meet a guy named Tom Nook. And Tom Nook sells you a house. But he, That's a nice, fun thing for him to do. Well, I kind of, actually, there's a pretty cool video that was done by Polygon on if Tom Nook is like a capitalist pig or if he's actually like an angel investor. It's very good. But he gives you, he gives you, sells you a house. I think that's kind of the same thing, though, isn't it? It kind of is, yeah. But like, like <laughs> if he's like actually actively destroying the community, or if he is. Oh, okay. Yeah, but so so Tom Nook sells you this house. You don't have any money because you just you don't have any. It's the beginning of the game, and so he he just <laughs> you just walked into this new town hoping for the best, pretty much. And so you then have to pay off your debt, and then once you pay off your debt. He goes, hey, you want a better house? And you have to pay off that debt. And so it's just subsequent loans to get better houses. And But to get those, to like get money to pay off the house, you do things for your neighbors and you build your community. Okay. And so essentially in the newest game, New Horizons, you, you show up on an island that is uninhabited with two other people. They elect you mayor. You show up on an island with two other people, with Tom Nook and his two sons, as well as Tom Nook and his two sons. And you just you build a you build a community from the town from the ground up. Mm-hmm. In doing so, you discover a museum, and in the museum you can donate fossils and uh, natural specimens that you catch. In this game, New okay, Horizons, yeah. because you can catch you because like the the museum, and I don't know if this is in other games, but the museum is pretty in depth, and they go through all the the evolution of life in this world, and the thing is that all of your neighbors are the anthropomorphic animals. However, they all have divergent evolutionary paths, which means things like being bipedal, having two arms, having forward-facing eyes, are all uh, uh, convergent evolution in this game. Hmm. So I want to know what what evolutionary path, like like what scientific explanation do we have for human, like anthropomorphic shapes, humanoid shapes, to be convergent? That's kind of the first thing. It was a very confusing phrasing, but I think Jeff has it. Yeah, no, I I get what you're saying. Why has sapiens evolved so many times? through so many different species exactly so so here's the thing we're thinking of like what is the benefit that by like by by, bipedalism bipedalism that that makes that's the word right i don't know if it is let's just go with being bipedal being bipedal (laughs) i don't know i I kind (laughs) of like bipedalness but but being bipedal has Mm -hmm. it has pretty clear freeze up a, a set of limbs it does generally yeah so there's there's a couple of scientific explanations for human human bi- bipedalism i'm gonna use bipedalism mm-hmm. it just makes sense to me okay we'll lean into it it, it yeah it frees up your hands that's that's the motherly uh route it, it it's in terms of holding children and feeding them while you're moving humans are one mm-hmm. of the few primates that can actually do that very very effectively but mm-hmm. it, it also gives you the chance of having arms which is nice yep. i think having arms is pretty great 
having arms is... I've been enjoying mine. Yeah, and I, I mean, like, not to disparage anyone who doesn't have arms, but it does make... I gotta say, it does make doing a lot of things very easy, like scratching my back, scratching other people's backs. <laughs> and just existing in, in this world developed for people with arms. It's, yeah, exactly. And maybe we should, maybe we shouldn't be developing. Yeah, now that people. we've gone like got real blue talking about our arm privileges. Yeah, like we don't. Yeah, sorry guys. I will say so. That's one thing. It's also you know we have the ability to run long distances very efficiently. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not particularly fast though. It is energetic though because you have to you have to supply hips right that that can support a human body and balance a human body. More effectively than it would, say, a dog or a cat or a hippopotamus or a rhinoceros or a, I don't know, Now, is Marmaduke? it, like, a bunch of different species evolving in the same direction? Or is it, like, people evolved and then, like, and you then know, replaced they, parts of themselves? And then it was, like, a branching. So here's the thing. That's what I'm saying. They track the evolution in this game, in this museum. Oh, and, yep. Nope, you did say that part. And it looks like... <laughs> Animals like cats follow the same evolution up to the point where mm-hmm. they are cats and then suddenly they are humanoid cats. And I guess maybe in Animal Crossing terms, I'm using humanoid as a very general term here. I do not need I do not mean to be saying that in Animal Crossing they would be called humanoid. They'd probably be called something else. But sapien like is probably the best. Yeah. Yeah, like yeah. the idea the idea being like bilateral symmetry. Yeah. Forward-facing eyes. Yeah. Jeff knows yeah. what's up. Yeah. I know some buzzwords that'll get me through. I mean, to be honest, your degree is in bug science. Yeah, no, it is. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> so so there's got to be something in Animal Crossing that... Like has led to... Yeah, yeah that would promote this, that. The selection multiple times over. Yeah, somewhere on the planet, at least. I mean, I think we can assume that all Animal Crossings take place on the same planet. That would, that would make sense, right? Because they all speak, like, the same animalese, I believe, uh, is the language. There's a couple of different... Unless it's a Japanese version of the game, or an English version of the game. I think they're different. They are, but there's a whole bunch of different names for their languages. And they have different languages in every game. Animalese, I believe, is the most general term. It's the first, mm, the first okay. one. Okay, so here, how about, what if we look at it the opposite direction? Fish and bugs right. do not have the same bipedalness. They're just normal fish and bugs just, like we see them today. Yeah, and there doesn't seem to be animals as we as like like foxes and things like that. that so they're not like squirrels running around. Yeah. They're just squirrel people. There's just squirrel people, exactly. But there there are uh... frogs, but they're considered fish. And this are turtles, they also are considered fish. Okay. So is it So what like just mammals? Uh no. Or no. are there non mammal like there's, people? There's, there's frog people that you can give frogs to that you've captured. Oh, that sounds terrifying. It it is. The response is very funny. Look it up, listener. <laughs> or just, you know, in the game, give a frog neighbor a frog. Everyone enjoys a pet that's just a stupider version of themselves that you've captured yep. and, and kept as a slave. Yeah. So, but I have I have the idea. So, so it seems like things that can fly and things okay. that can swim mm-hmm. are fine. Like they 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 are unadjusted. It's really ground animals, animals that travel across the ground that have changed and exclusively across the ground. Well, no, there's like bird people too, aren't there? That there are, but and they can't fly. Okay, so okay. the the vertebrates that exist are only in the water. 
right? Okay. In the invertebrates, we can assume they're on a different evolutionary path. So what is it about? So what ha- what has to happen to the air and the earth that everyone needs to be hominid? Or or do we think maybe this earth has existed for so long, much like the or maybe it's. Well, I, I was thinking. I was thinking maybe it's like selective breeding, like how humans have taken wolves and made them out more sociable. Maybe. Oh, so it's just like one species developed sapiens and then like uplifted other vertebrate species. Yeah, I don't know if I would use the word uplifted, but selectively bred them so that they were all similar in a certain way, like similar enough mm-hmm. that they're like sociable. But not so similar that they are like uncanny valley. Okay, that's why I think I think happened. All right, so and then and then they killed off the rest of the species because because well <laughs> well I mean it could just be like it happened. We don't know how old the world is for uh, Animal Crossing. Forgot the name. <laughs> um, so like it could just be a very old world where. There was enough time for, but you wouldn't think you know, that you would think that as time went on, you would increase in diversity rather than decrease. Actually, there are aliens tangentially related to in the game, right? I don't know. I'm fairly certain there is. Are there animal? Wait, wait a second. Every now and then, at three in the morning or something, you can watch TV in your house in Animal Crossing and. There will be like uh, alien broadcast. Oh, sh- oh, well, there you go, aliens. That's the answer, guys. Yeah. Got it. Wait, do we think that they they guided the evolution of all of the terrestrial vertebrates? But the issue is, how do they get rid of the other terrestrial vertebrates? Like, how do they get rid of the non-sapient ones? Like, did- well, that's what I'm saying. Like, it's it's still like an older world where generally all have gotten to that point or like outcompeted but you don't the uh I, that's what i'm saying like they had to have killed all the other ground vertebrates and birded right well where do you think they get meat from they can't get it from the other sapient species i love it so like it, this it is like murder at population growth because you don't only have the population growth of like humanity which has been very rapid with technological growth but you have the population growth of all the other sapient species so they grow too fast and they just ate the world to death oh right. i love it that's that's a really smart idea good job jeff hey i got one okay i'll put it on the board okay talking about food now that we figured out yep. what's going on here, kind of a dark world. You know, we st- I think I wish we could stop making our world so dark. And I'm, I keep on thinking to myself, like, <laughs> science doesn't destroy I don't, that. like, yes, a lot of the times they get very dark or powered by farts. I think this one isn't necessarily that dark. Uh, it's pretty dark. I mean, it's, it's you, you're talking about, like, in a world that population grew too fast and they literally ate themselves to being the only things on the planet. I think that's dark. Maybe I'm just... I, I, it's maybe not necessarily a bright future. I don't necessarily <laughs> know how dark so it is, You think though. it's like a beige... It's a beigeness. It's like a, it's like a twilight. <laughs> it's neither dark nor bright. Yeah, they... Well, uh, I was going to make a joke that made it really dark. I take it back. Make yeah, it, no, it's pretty dark. No, we got it. Make it dark. Come on, you got it. It's, it's our wheelhouse. It, I mean, it is our wheelhouse. We we do make dark worlds, and I feel like science 
Science is either very funny. It's the natural conclusion of science. Yeah, or it's incredibly dark and depressing. Yeah. Anyway, talking about eating. Yep. Did you know that when you eat a fruit, you can right. rip an entire tree off the, out of the ground? <laughs> real strong people or real weak trees? However... You can't do this without eating a single fruit, like if you don't eat fruit. So we're saying that like, oh, actually, no, this makes a lot of sense. Good job, Jeff. You solved another one. (laughs) Does it? I don't know what we're discussing yet. Well, so that's what I'm saying. Like in Animal Crossing, you cannot move trees. You can chop them down and then you can rip up their stumps, but you cannot move whole trees. Okay. Once you eat one fruit and you can eat up to 10 fruit. What happens you after can, You can then take fruit. a shovel, you stick it in the ground, and you rip a tree out of the ground, and then you can replant it someplace else. Okay. And, and so I'm, Is this, like, one per fruit? Yeah, one per fruit. So I'm wondering, like, what is, what's going on metabolically in this new sapient creature? Or at least if this is a human at this point, so I guess we could just assume it's maybe not widespread, mm-hmm. that enables fruit to give you either super strength or maybe you always have the strength and it's just the calories you need. Or Yeah, that's what I was thinking. They're just, like, super high calorie. Cause, cause and you know that if you try to move a tree without eating a fruit, you will die. You will... Whoa! So you're saying that there's, like, in a, like... Whoa. So you're saying that, that humans in Animal Crossing have, like, uh... A constantly burning metabolism. So a, a metabolism that is so high burning that, and they can like access it so freely that that can kill themselves mm-hmm. if they exert themselves too much. Right. Yes, exactly. Okay. So then I like this idea because it also explains another issue that we have of Animal Crossing, which is that you don't starve. You don't seem to take in, you don't need to eat fruit. You only need to eat fruit when you rip trees out of the ground or break rocks. Okay. So why do you not have to eat? So that's what I'm saying. Like, if you have such control of your metabolism, oh, maybe you can I see, lower I see. it to the point where you just can just hey, survive. Hey, what? That's three for Jeff now, that's, isn't it? That's Trace for Jeff, man. Hey! Jeff is doing. Jeff is on a roll this episode. I think I'm up to four total now. Uh, no, I think you also solved... I know, I know you don't remember it, but I believe you did solve uh, the Chupacabra. <laughs> maybe. I, I just remember that the blood meal was like you are just not you are not okay with it. You are also not okay with me saying that. <laughs> so just belligerent about it. You were you are not okay with me. That saying sounds that, like drunk, Jeff. That that the chupacabra couldn't breathe and instead it needed to steal the oxygen in the form of blood from other creatures. You decided that that was a bad idea. <laughs> <laughs> I still agree with Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, so now we got we got fruit power. So so talking about fruit. See, this is what I'm saying. Like when I write down the episode topics, flows so much better. <laughs> <laughs> you got some segues in there. I got some segues in there. There's there's a couple of things with fruit. One thing is that for some reason these fruit trees only grow exactly three fruit, mm-hmm. except for coconuts, which do grow two fruit. So what is it? And there's only like five fruit available. Period. So what is it that's created this limited su- supply of fruit and that fruit can only be produced in quantities of three or two? I want to, like, my natural inclination is to go to, we ate all of the other fruit to death yeah, until we figured out farming. But I want to avoid that since we've already done it. Here's my idea. Okay. I think 
I think that this is this is a very old world. This is a very smart civilization. Uh, mm-hmm. I think it's it's all monocultures. So like it's like bananas in in our real world where we found the best banana to grow and we grew it. It was called the Big Mike. And then a uh, like don't laugh. It was a blight wiped out Big... all of the other strain that we preferred, and we're stuck with this. Well, no, Big Mike is the one that was wiped out. We have a different okay. strain. I don't remember what it's called. <clears throat> yeah, I don't remember their names. That's that tastes worse and is just bad. So I'm thinking maybe what we this is like an extreme. Like they needed food, so they were like, okay, we gotta find the things that grow the best. So they found <laughs> apples. They found oranges. They found pears. They found cherries. They found coconuts, and they were like, we got, we got. Maybe they found all the things like peaches, which they also found because those are also on my mm-hmm. island. Um, as of yesterday, by the sounds of our <laughs> Catan game yesterday. Uh no, pears. Pears are what I'm missing. Uh and Oh okay. I, but I have I have a I have a shoe in for pears, man. I got a couple actually <laughs> that I just haven't gotten on I haven't gotten on my pear game, guys. I'm sorry. I forgot what I was gonna say. Oh yeah, so like maybe they like grew they grew they, Do you remember you had a list? I did, I did. So maybe they also grew other ones. Like they also grew like olives and blackberries. And, mm-hmm. uh, you know, uh, the other kinds of fruits that exist in the world, like avocados and mangoes. Uh, uh-huh. <laughs> I had a, t- yeah. Anyway. and maybe- You can just keep listing fruit. We have plenty of time. Yeah, thank you. I have 44 more hours worth of recording space on my hard drive. <laughs> Bananas. I have 76 left on my hard drive, apparently. <laughs> uh, it makes me question which hard drive I'm using to record this on. Right? <laughs> yeah, bananas. What other other fruits? Uh, come there are plenty, and they're all uh, inferior to the six or however many. But but that's my that idea. exist in Animal Crossing. I just realized I'm gonna have to edit out ten minutes. Of me all talk- of the fruit <laughs> that yes. you listed. Yeah. yeah, ten minutes of me talking about fruit. <laughs> <laughs> but but maybe like the monocultures that we created. Okay, they mm-hmm. all got wiped out except for like we realized that we had six monocultures left. And so these six are the six that we protect and. And okay, yeah, I can see that. Because monocultures are like, they're the fastest way of growing food. So maybe once we made it all the way through. And the fastest way to get them all to die at the same time. That's very true. So maybe, but that's what I'm saying. Like, this feeds into our idea that we're like, okay, they're like rapidly growing population. They've made it through a lot of mm-hmm. their meat. And they're like, well, we're worried about what's the, what's the most efficient way to get food? Well, it's to get it from plants. And, mm-hmm. and and monocultures because you can you can grow them rapidly you can standardize their growth and you can ship them places because you can control their circumstances and their genetics once you do mm-hmm. that they have widespread famine because suddenly they have you know incredible diseases tearing through their banana populations you know their kumquat right. populations their durian populations their blackberry raspberry populations That's another 10 minutes of audio <laughs> got to cut out as you talk about <laughs> fruits <laughs> And and all they're left with is these six fruits that were a- that they were able to hold on to like a like a like a Svalbard. Yeah, I was just gonna say like they only managed to get six seeds into the permafrost before the worldwide blight took all of the plants. And maybe that's what it is. Maybe that's why they've moved to New Horizons, where you own an entire island, because mm-hmm. because the blight hasn't reached it yet. Well, not only that, but you can isolate the blight on an island. So, like, mm-hmm. if if an island appears on one blight, uh, if an island appears on one blight, if a blight appears on one island... Yep, that sounds right. <laughs> if a blight appears on one island, uh, it won't travel because 
you know, bacteria, viruses, they don't really travel across water as well as they do across land, generally. Mm -hmm. And that's why, I think that's why travel between islands is so restrictive in New, uh, New Horizons. Because you can really only go one person to one island, maybe like, you know, a couple people to a single island, but it's still only one person. Because you gotta get checked out and quarantined and tested. Yeah, yeah, yeah and that's yeah. why it takes so long. You have to wait to connect to the internet. You have to like have that little stupid passing thing where the little dodo flaps his wings. Yeah, that's another thing. Oh, no, wait, no, that is answered. We answered that. Cool. I was going to say, because the dodos kind of look like regular dodos. They're, like, they're not really anthropomorphized. Okay. But I think that they're just they're just creatures that were anthropomorphized as much as they could be. Mm -hmm. yeah. I, mean, I don't think that's an issue. However, oh, actually, we may have answered this too. The fruit doesn't rot. So, like, you can take an orange, and I re recently realized this, and this was the impetus for this episode. Uh, I, I forgot. <laughs> you left an orange on your counter for too long? Uh, pretty much. I left an orange in, in my orange grove that I have. That I named the Orange Grove because I'm an SU Grav, go Orangeman. Uh, and we have an Orange Grove. Uh, it's uh -huh. part of our campus. It holds no oranges because it's the middle of upstate New York. Where of upstate New York, yeah. <laughs> the orange had been left out for three days in the elements. It had rained. It didn't rot. It was still an orange. It wasn't a rot. Is this an actual orange or an orange in your this game? This is an orange in the game. Sorry. I, I, I'm, okay. I'm deep in the fiction, Jeff. Don't break me out. <laughs> now continue. Continue. So, so here's the question, like, like, or here's the thing: Do we think that these, these monocultures also have like preservatives in them that keep the fruit from rotting, from from overripening? I guess they would have to, right? Like, yeah, especially if there's only a few different kinds left. You think that we have just genetic, just we have min maxed these six fruit the fruit and what were those fruit again okay so those fruit, I, I want another fruit list they are peaches they are apples they are coconuts they are cherries and they are oranges i think that's six fruit perfect i think i counted one of my hands or one of my fingers twice because there you go we're proud of you Simon. thank you i'm an engineer <laughs> good <laughs> i'm glad not many things that i use every day are made by engineers oh yeah don't oh so Here's the thing about engineers. Really, <laughs> Don't trust bridges. That's, Got that's it. not true. Engineers, <laughs> engineers, much like doctors and much like lawyers, are really good at one thing and very bad at everything else. They are very good at engineering. None of those things are counting. Yeah, yeah. Like mathematics, very good if the math is calculus or algebra. If it's basic arithmetic, no engineer can do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's true. It, That's what spreadsheets are for. Yeah, it's what yeah, it's what calculators are for, guys. Come on, it's what phones. Why do you think we invented phones? It's so that we didn't have to do math anymore. It's so we could tell all those math teachers how wrong they were. It's, exactly. A slide ruler is literally just like an engineer being like, "Hey, I don't want to do math anymore. I'm just going to invent a very <laughs> complex device that does math for me." Yep. <laughs> Anyway, we got fruit not rotting. We got evolution down. Right. We got fruit trees growing only three fruits. We got right. fruit power. How about this? Talking mm -hmm. about the plants in this game. So now we kind of have like an, a, a handle on them. Flowers in this game. So non-edible. Right. Non-edible. Uh, okay. That was literally going to be my first question. Are they edible? Continue. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You can't use it for spices. I assume sake is in this game. Because if it wasn't, how would you get the flavor of flowers? Um, 
as everyone knows, right. sake tastes like flowers. It's that's what mm-hmm. makes it good. The 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 plants in this have very strict genetic rules. Okay, yeah, I would say strict genetic rules, where certain colors breed other colors. However, none of the bread colors appear natively on an island. Does that make sense? Yes. So no. Okay. Um. So. Are to breed them in game. You're just putting them next to each other, yes. or are you like yes? You have to put cross pollinating them yourself. No, you need to put them next to each other, and then you need to water them, and they will breed. Right, and that's it. But those don't exist natively. Those that doesn't happen natively on an island. You have to do that. You will not be given, say, a red or a so. Just bomb. like plants of or flowers of different colors, just don't grow next to each other not natively no okay i assume they're filling like the same ecological sort of role and like one isn't just growing in forests and another isn't just growing on the beach correct no no flowers grow on the beach but each Mm -hmm. island has because it's sand because it's sand actually as someone who is just recently watching someone unplant wheat that was grown in sand you pretty much grow anything you want in sand (laughs) <laughs> you just have to grow it in a very particular way okay the biggest thing that we're going to have to tackle is why they don't like end up growing next to each other yeah yeah that's that's what i'm trying to say like like why first of all why are the genetics so so strict in rules and why don't the genetics appear naturally okay well i think the why they're so strict in rules is just you know perfectly dominant and recessive genes Okay. Why they don't occur naturally. Maybe, like, an established plant will outcompete anything newly just kind of, like, happened to be planted there. But if you're coming around and watering them every day to, like, make sure that they're nurtured and can actually grow, maybe that's why. You've lost me. Wait, so you're saying that... The way only way plants can grow is if they are watered. Not the only way that they can grow is if they're watered, but if one seed happens to be an area and germinates, mm-hmm. um, it will just outcompete any new plant or any new seeds that germinate a day or two later, just because it has a head start or something. Okay, okay. So we're thinking like this is like kind of like strawberry plants where they have like interconnected root systems and stuff where they like yeah, grow yeah. outwards from the roots. Yeah. Mm-hmm. There's a strawberry that do that. I might be wrong about that. I think so. I don't know. I haven't looked at. Uh, there's a couple yeah, kinds there's of plants, plants that, that do, do that. that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Okay. I like that idea. And so only when you like, yeah, it, it, you you dig up the root system, you plant new seeds, and you start a new cohabitating root system. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Okay. Okay. And I kind of like that idea. Like maybe there's also if we have this extensive root system. Maybe they're not pollinated by. Maybe they're not pollinated. Maybe it's it's more of a of a meeting of roots that that causes the genetic. Okay, shift. And, mm-hmm. and I can see that. And that's why you're getting such also also such consistent results. I guess the question would then be why bother flowering in the first place? Because humans enjoy it's 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 the same kind of like why you selectively breed to get the faces you do like to get the sapient creatures okay you, you, the 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 humans of this world wanted to want like flowers that bloom mm-hmm. but you know pollen and by humans of this world you mean any of these sapient yeah, sorry, creatures sapient sapient creatures in this world like flowers that bloom 
but flowers that mm-hmm. have pollen, flowers that attract insects, they're issues. So they right. selectively breed things that are pretty to look at, but that don't need the reproductive aspect of that pretty to look at. Thing. Okay, sure. That, that can work. That can work. I will allow it. Me, Jeff. <laughs> it is decided. So there's another thing that's that's we haven't really touched on mm-hmm. that I know Ion and Claire both brought up. Uh, both listeners of the show, of the wow, I am having a tough time right now. They're both listeners just of need the more show. Alcohol. I'm just so bad at saying the sh sound words and words. My mouth is very dry. Is the issue actually? <laughs> Gotta get them good, good, I, yeah. moist mouth sounds. Well, hold on a second. Ah, uh, don't get close to the mic. The listeners will not appreciate it. No. Um. So they brought up the idea that fish and bugs in this game, when you capture them, right. you don't kill them, you don't eat them. Okay. But they still survive in your pockets. So there is, I guess this is combination. That's fine. You just keep water in your pockets for the fishes. <laughs> <laughs> you just mash their gills in I there gotcha. and you're fine. So here's the thing <laughs> that that does is explained. Okay, um, you you do. I just realized they they do keep uh, they do keep the bugs in. Okay. I oh, sorry, not the bugs, but the fishes, at least in like buckets or bags of water, and things like that, or fish. Oh, tanks. okay. And they just put those buckets and bags of water in your pants. <laughs> That's the thing. It's a storage space issue. I think. I think it's really, and that goes. This goes into a different mm-hmm. storage space issue, where your house has incredible amounts of storage. Like you can, you can, as a in a normal house, you can store right. three hundred and fifty <clears throat> silos. Those are places they store grain. They're very large. They're like at least two stories tall. <laughs> mm-hmm. and no problem. Like that's not even an issue. No one bats an eye. So what it, what is it about the storage capacity in this game? Like, what's the technology, or is it maybe, I don't know, innate? I don't know that that allows them um, to do this to store so much. Well, I feel like the when you put silos in your house, you, is that what you, you said? Can store them in your house? No, they're not. You you cannot place them in your house. I don't think I haven't tried to do that. Oh, I see. But you can store them in your house. So your inventory in your house is oh, large. so things are like minimized or something. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. Until you, it might be. Place them like properly place it them. It might be how do how do you change the size of something, Jeff? You can't just do that. Uh, you break it. Usually, that's how I do it. That's okay, but you can't do that with a fish. You can't break a fish in half and have it still be alive. Wait. Can... Okay. Well, with that addendum at the end, that's true. <laughs> are you are you saying that instead they do they do break fish apart and they're all just very good surgeons and then save the fish over <laughs> time? As much ow, as I would like to roll with that, I feel like we can find something else. Don't get me wrong, I do love the idea that everyone is just a very good surgeon and can save <laughs> the life of all of those fishes. Yeah, everyone is Ben Carson. Uh, I just do not know uh, how likely it would be. That oh. being said, I don't know how else I would like minimize a thing. This is Jeff. In a world of aliens, I don't know how available med school would be and how good everyone would be at surgery (laughs) (laughs) right sorry would you say you you don't believe you just don't you don't have an answer for me you're just you you're letting me down you were you were no that's what i always do i was just talking in circles until you gave me something that i could refine three for three jeff and now you failed me three for four 
garbage man. There you go, Jeff. Yeah, I got I got the first three for four right. garbage man. That's what they call me. <laughs> yeah, so it's, you've got a you know I've always liked I've always that everyone in the planet is a surgeon and very good at saving <laughs> no, fishes. No, I got I had to, I had to think of the movie. It was uh, Marvel's Ant Man. I always liked their explanation for changing size. Okay, they do kind of betray it, and it's a dirty lie. But they they kind of allude to the idea that you're just making you're not really changing the mass of a object, but instead of what you're doing is you're just rapidly increasing the density by decreasing the distance mm-hmm. between the atoms and the intermolecular uh, components of an atom. Right now, quantum mechanics that works fine. Yeah, yeah, quantum mechanics would say that that's kind of bull, but. <laughs> Maybe well, I'm not sure if I buy that quantum mechanic nonsense. Um, maybe what you could do if you could change the charge and the mass of a proton, you could then mm-hmm. change atomic radii, and then by changing atomic radii, you're changing electronic radii, and then by that, you know, bonding lengths and things like that. So maybe they have like a um, not a quantum mechanic free area, but maybe they have an area that doesn't obey our rules of quantum mechanics, and instead, right, and that area is their pockets, pants, <laughs> is any pants. <laughs> <laughs> I just kind of zoned out and talked for two minutes. Um, yeah, I was waiting for an opening to say that it is pants that like pants that uh, don't obey physics. Uh, but it seems like that seems to be the best idea. And I mean, if we're obey, if we're if we're following the atomic nucleus or, uh, orbital theory, which says that neutrons and protons uh, form orbitals much like electrons in the nucleus, mm-hmm. maybe what you could do is adjust the you you have to adjust what's called the Boltzmann constant, which is the minimum amount of energy that something can hold. It's the it's the quanta in quantum dynamics or quantum right, mechanics. which as we all know is controlled by belts. Which, as we all know, is controlled by belts because belts hold up pants. Uh, right. No, I got you. That was a good joke, Jeff. <laughs> I, I would be <laughs> laughing, but I'm like deep in my deep in my quantum mechanic brain right now. So right, yeah, I'm trying to trying to bring it back for uh for all the listeners. It's fine. I'm just I have I've reached an area where we're just like we're up against the Boltzmann constant, and the Boltzmann constant's it's pretty constant. It's belts for listeners. I mean, it's so constant that we have defined pretty much every unit of energy by the Boltzmann constant. I mean, that's the general idea of constants, no. I mean, you say that, but like the only true constant is the Lorentz invariance, which says that light moves. That's why I said the general idea. Yeah. Ha <laughs> ha! That was actually a pretty good joke because get it's general relativity versus special relativity. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Jeff. Yeah. I missed that. God, keep up, man. Yeah. So something like that has to happen. Maybe they have pocket universes. They have pocket universes. They're just very literal pocket universes. <laughs> they have literal pocket universes. I mean, yeah, because this is an old, highly advanced civilization. They're getting back to their roots, but they don't want to abandon the <laughs> niceties of the world. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. So I'm... it's just like, it's a post-scarcity world. 
where they exist on six fruit and but ha- keeping fishes in pocket dimensions in their pants. Exactly. Well, no, they keep fish in bags of water or fish tanks or buckets of water or like those small swimming pools of water if you if it's an oarfish. And okay. that is in their pocket dimension. So their pocket dimension right, is like a sense. dimension of shelves. Right. Which I say, you know what? Go for it. Uh, so <laughs> the last thing I can think of for this, and we're going to go through one last thing because I'm pretty sure I'm going to have to cut out 10 minutes of me listing fruit in this episode. Okay. So is this two more things or one this last is thing? one last thing that I came up with. You can come up. I don't know. Maybe you have something else that I don't have. I doubt it. I have watched Animal Crossing played two times. I just came up with something else while I was sitting here thinking. So okay. maybe, maybe, maybe we'll talk about it. But the first one is, so the water, this is maybe a thing for me, maybe not so much for you because you know, I'm, I'm an engineer. Uh, the thing is, is that ponds... Can you like pour any more self-importance into how you said I that? I had to because I'm an engineer. I had to pour <laughs> self-importance into it. Uh, God, I hate engineers. I mean, I, I, we're fine. But, like, I really hate a lot of engineers. Just because they're just... Like any good profession. Like, yeah, you just... Everyone's self-loathing of the profession. Yeah, you just kind of look at other engineers and you're like, you know, you really don't know that much. And I know how much you know, and it's really not that much. <laughs> because I don't know that much. Because you know the same amount. Well, yeah, for some, I mean, I'm sure there's engineers who know more than me, but it's still, it's very specific. It's kind of like Ben Carson believing that he could be a politician. Mm-hmm. Stay in your lane, dude. You're not a politician. <laughs> I don't mean, I think this is like the fourth or fifth time that I've ragged on Ben Carson. He's just, he's yeah, just uh-huh. low-hanging fruit, okay? <laughs> anyway, the ponds on this island, so the, the water table here is very weird. It seems like these are seas, so they're salt water. Uh, and it, okay. and it does rain, but there's still ponds that are that are freshly replenished by springs. Now, if you know anything okay. about springs, they have to be fed by a higher elevation, so you won't mm-hmm. get a spring coming out of the ocean. No, necessarily. Right. Like it's possible, but it's and it does exist, but it's in a very weird, weird specific setting, and definitely not one that will bubble up to the surface that doesn't happen so how far apart are all these islands necessarily or maybe it's just like they are all connected you know what to like something i would like to to, bring back to to earth sorry (laughs) they're not just free-floating islands clearly they are connected to earth and we don't know how deep the sea is that's true however Mm -hmm. there's you can see islands you can see like mountains in the background Mm-hmm. And I'm going to use my good old fashioned uh, brainy, brainy engineer brain, engineer brain, and Google, uh, and I'm not going to open retro art, which I seem to open every single time I am podcasting. So the sight line of a human. Uh, wait, right. so the horizon line of a human. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. I believe is a is a mile. Uh, sure, I'll go with it. But that makes me think that's I can't small. Google anything quietly it's, right it's, now. That's what it is. It's two point nine miles. So you can you can see three miles if you're mm-hmm. uh stay a five foot tall seven inch human. Mm-hmm. I, I'm assuming these things look smaller than normal humans. I'm gonna go four feet tall and then the size of Mario. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. So they they see significantly under seven miles. 
Mm-hmm. Or sorry, not seven miles. Yeah. Three miles. Two, 2.9 miles, my, I think you said. My world is so dark. So those mountains have to be three miles away. So we know that there's at least three miles between these islands. Mm-hmm. So that gives us at least some clue as to how far an aquifer would have to be to supply water to your island from a mountain, which is a not a huge aquifer, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, like, this one actually is in your wheelhouse, isn't it? Yeah, it is. <laughs> how often you tell me about getting paid to put water into deserts. Yes, yes. This actually is in my wheelhouse. Amazingly, I finally found an episode where I can make a connection to water. <laughs> <laughs> So, yeah, so, like, a three miles isn't that big. The issue being is that that's three miles underneath an ocean. So do we think that I have an idea, and this is a little crazy. Mm-hmm. I think that this planet, it has, a, it has a molten core, okay? We know that because it's not, it's not a radiator. A molten water core. Got not it. water. I think it's molten nickel <laughs> uh, because it has to be. It has to generate a magnetic field, uh, mm-hmm. and if anyone cares... Nickel is what creates the magnetic field, or the poles, technically, around Earth. Very, It's actually really mm-hmm. cool, because uh, like the direction it spins in as it like cools is what creates the, uh, the uh, magnetic field around Earth. But, right. so I think, I think that's, that's one thing. I think, I think that there is a global aquifer, right, that is okay. supplying okay. all of these islands with this kind of pressurized heated water and and it cools as it reaches the surface obviously but it's that it's mm-hmm. the getting close to the to the earth's core that allows it to um expand and here's the crazy thing you when when you heat up oh wait no i was thinking the opposite direction never mind but <laughs> I still think I still think that it's like a global freshwater aquifer that's that's fed as water uh, diffuses through as salt water diffuses through like a clay boundary. Mm-hmm. Um, and that is why you get such homogenization of fish, because maybe these fish are living within the aquifer underground and they're only surfacing at certain times of the year as you OK, uh, as like. Seasons change, temperatures change, pressures change. Uh, uh, you know, they they find the best breeding time for their mm-hmm. species. Okay, time. yeah, that makes enough sense. I can buy that, and that explains why there's such homogenization across the world for these mm-hmm. fish, and right. it explains why there's fresh water bubbling up on every island. Well, there you go. See, guys, you got it. anyone who's like listening to our podcast is like these guys have, don't have any brain. Listen, I, I do have a brain. I'm just very bad at a lot of science. <laughs> Every now and then, Simon will tune out and start talking and say things that are eh, relatively make sense. Next one, animalese. This is the thing that Claire brought up, which is why <clears throat> do they talk in these kind of like sounds? Because uh, those are the noises their mouths make. Oh yeah, I forgot. We're handling... So we think that sapiens... <laughs> was able to create mm-hmm. intelligence and it was able to create humanoid as we see it creatures mm-hmm. but it wasn't able to change vocal cords and so like bbbs or, or maybe that was just part of the 
kind of guided evolution for all the different species is to mm. be able to make the same like mouth noises oh my gosh i love that so much because you would think about like i didn't i this didn't occur to me but you would think that humans i that this is a very human centric I, I had a very human centric idea of what was we were talking about right but you have to expand your horizons yeah maybe like they looked across all the species that they were that were being uh sapienized and mm-hmm. i'm just inventing great words today and <laughs> that were being made sapient. That were being made sapient. Oh, I like sapienized more. Yeah, I know you like making up verbs. <laughs> and that has enabled them. And so they they went. What's the what's the simplest convergent language? Yeah, like what is the yeah. common mouth noises that these things can possibly make? So here's the question. So we think that this was mm-hmm. aliens that made this, right? Sure. That were the selective that because you need to have an agent that does the selective breeding, right? Yeah, no, it'd be the aliens. Think it's the aliens. Okay, cool, good. I was worried <laughs> that we were we were gonna have to answer who was the first creature in. Oh yeah, the aliens. Yeah, it was the aliens. Mm-hmm. And I mean, they had normal evolution. They have a completely scientifically functional and correct society that doesn't make any wild mm-hmm. accusations. About how things work. <laughs> right. And there you go. We solved the alien problem. Got it. I think that's it. Yep. We did a good job. We got Animal Crossing. Yeah. Yeah. Jeff, Jeff is three for four, or three, three for, like, eight, but it's good. <laughs> I mean, Jeff Jeff would be nowhere without me. He would be just like, if Jeff was doing this podcast alone... Uh, it would just be me <laughs> sitting next to a microphone, quietly thinking. Yes. Yes. You wouldn't, <laughs> you wouldn't have any fun anecdotes. You wouldn't have anyone who zones out and doesn't realize you that they've been rambling for two hours. have any weird made-up verbs. Yeah, sapienized and the other one I made up that I don't remember. Uh, dewinded, dewinded. <laughs> no, no, there was a different one. There was a one that was in between sapienized and dewinded that was a good verb. Yeah, I do not I, think it was a I good verb. I don't think it was. I don't remember what it was. I think it was a very good verb. I think it really explained... <laughs> what was going on right anyway mm-hmm. thanks for listening listener you did your job perfectly. enjoyed you listener and gets eight company. out of eight because because <laughs> they, they were probably quicker on the draw than us for everything uh, well uh, they also their job is to listen and they listen they did the they deserve a gold star good job we're proud yeah, of you we're, we're very proud of you you deserve a high five that i can't give you but just imagine just imagine me giving you a high five do you feel it it's nice and warm it's mm. <laughs> <laughs> a nice warm lingering high five <laughs> everyone's it. nice warm moist lingering high five with eye contact yeah the entire time all right uh yeah you can all right what do we got we need to do our sign off do we have a sign off yet our... we do but we have a call of action first call to action yeah. first our sign our yeah our call to action is you can find us on itunes stitcher some other podcasting apps that I forget about. Uh, all of them but one, I think. All of them except for Podbean, because they require too much work, and this isn't our job, okay, guys? So, sorry. <laughs> We're on YouTube, yep, too. Or we, some of us are on YouTube. Some of our Sometimes on YouTube. Um, we're on the internet at pedanticandwavium.com. We're on Twitter you at can give pedanticandwavium.com. Us- Yes, and you can give us show suggestions. I wanted to, I wanted to include Twitter in that show suggestions thing, too. Yep, no, it 
makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you can you can shout at us on Twitter. You can call us bigots or uh, whatever. But just make sure you like us and uh, you know retweet us when we announce our episodes. Yeah, it's great. Is there anything else? Joe Subcheck. Oh, yeah. Thank you, Joe Subcheck. You let us play music that you made. Yeah, that you made. We appreciate it. Yeah, it was really nice. Uh, I think that's really it. I don't think we have any other call to actions. Yep, nope, I think that was it. So now we have the sign-off, which I think was... Good night, listeners. We love you. Yeah, we love you.